Yo, yo, we in here. Pristine car wash. Pristine steam wash. What's up, man? Aaron, why you acting all nervous, man? Come on, bro. Talk it. He's very nervous. Come on, Aaron. There's no cameras in here. I just detail cars, man. You know. Nah, bring the mic up a little bit. See, look. Quiet. You quiet? Yeah. Quiet. How you doing today, man? I'm all right, man. Glad to be here. Um, You know, be on your podcast for the first time. Thank you. You know, good to have you, man. We go way back, so I'm glad to be here with you guys. We go back, and and I was we was talking off the record earlier. uh, You have your business with Pristine Steam Wash. And I was just saying how, Aaron, you've always been like a, a clean, tidy person, like in regards to how you take care of yourself and how you take care of your shoes. I remember back in the day, you always had your kicks organized and oh, yeah, got to. Got to. All the time. I was about to say, there's not a spot on the way on the shoes. <laughs> you steam wash the shoes too? I, my kids make me steam clean their shoes. Yeah. I'll I believe do my it. Own, but they'll definitely get me every now and again. That's what's <laughs> up, man. So uh, you having your own business, just kind of bouncing around a little bit. Uh, what do you teach your kids in regards to you having your own business? Uh, definitely, um, you know, my daughter, since she, you know, wants to do her own the designing company, um, you know, I just make sure she knows the fundamentals, um, like, you know, getting her LLC, um, you know, letting her know, like, what her products are worth, you know, with her actually hand-making them, um, even hand sanitizers, just making sure that she knows her worth and her value of what she's selling and what she's creating. Mm-hmm. Um so I, I try to make sure that she just looks at those things um, instead of like, okay, what is, would it be a good price or what, you know, what would everybody else charge for something like this? But what she's making is unique. So, you know, she's going to charge accordingly for that. So I let them know not only pricing, but what they need to do um, this, to have value in their, their right. business. So, yep. Okay. Sure, man. What about little man? Is little man in the business? Um, he, he's not in the business yet. Uh, he he definitely likes to help out a lot though. That's what's I mean, up. He's been helping since. Uh, I mean, probably since he was about. I would say about three or four. Um, I had him out there steam cleaning floor mats and cars <laughs> <laughs> because he. I mean, he, he wasn't in school yet when I started, so he was always with me. Um, you know, riding the back of the car, yeah. eating snacks all day. Having to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Um, so when we started out, like he was just always with me. Um, so he likes to do things, but he's he's very active. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's more so in his his uh, trying sports phase, you know, right, trying right. different things and see where he wants to be. Uh, versus, uh, I mean, he likes making his money. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. that's just not his focus right now at, at the age of eight. So what sport is he more leaning towards? Um, right now, he really likes basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he tried. He wants to try football, but his mom ain't having that. Yeah, so, <laughs> mom ain't having yeah, that. So, protect her baby. It's cool. Exactly. Um, and then he did uh, do soccer for a while, so um, he might dabble back in that a little bit. But mainly basketball is what he's kind of focusing on right now. So fun, fun fact about Aaron, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You was in the cross country, man. Yeah. Like how long? How, when did you start doing that? You was doing that. Um, at- Cross country, I started my ninth grade year, mm-hmm. but track, I started running that um, my eighth grade year. But I was a sprinter in eighth grade. That you didn't was. work out too well. <laughs> I got dusted doing, you know, doing sprints. So it wasn't happening. So um, that's when I shifted over to doing. Um, it started with cross country, and then I started doing distance with track. So, mm-hmm. so um, I like to start off, especially asking my guests that come from the city, uh, what side of Canton they grew up on, and what schools they went to. So, what side of Canton did you grow up on? Um, so, I grew up on the northwest side. Okay, um, and then you know I went to start out at Clarendon, went to Layman, and then to Temkin um, to for high school and stuff. So. Um, doing, going to you know just staying around local in the schools, man. Growing up with everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you know, coming from like I said, elementary school all the way to high school, you just kind of see everybody in those transitional phases. Um, get to see everybody in their growth, um, you know, and just making sure everybody is, you know, either you either see people being positive or you see them being negative. You kind of see both sides. Yeah, of it, you do. You know, um, and so I'm just blessed to be on this side of the fence, man. For coming, sure. Coming Amen. from where we at, so. With, with things going on in the city, because uh, you 32? Yeah, I'm 32. Okay, so us being around the same, us being the same age and talking about the city, what'd you say? Oh, I just seen a rabbit. Oh, you seen the rabbit popped up again. It popped up. It, listen, it popped up in the last episode. We had an episode with T. Will. It popped up in that episode. Oh, okay. So yeah, he just chilling. Right, National Geographic right. here at the Hub. Yeah, it's starting to be an appearance on a on a podcast. We gonna make Super that little cool. thing just oh, pop okay. out. Because when we were here last night, like I said, uh, I was outside. I was smoking a cigarette, and a bunny came up to me, and I'm like, "Yo, this is new for me. I've never touched a rabbit." 
So he came out. I'm like, are you going to bite me? Because it had this look, this this deadpan look in his face. Like, I could bite you. It could be a trap. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. So I don't know. But he was cool, man. And then Tim brought him in here. Might he was like okay. a nub accident or something. Yeah. But what do you remember <laughs> about, like, or how do you view Canton from then versus now? Like, seeing things with the Hall of Fame. How's it been as a business owner seeing the changes from since when we were younger to where Canton is at now? Um, I mean, I definitely see... Uh, great changes, you know, yeah. in the city with the Hall of Fame. Um, but just being a resident here, you know, I just think it should always be better 365 days a year. Mm. Right. Um, because, you know, although they want to, you know, um, combine the schools. I got to pet the rabbit real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Came it's, up on my sneakers, say what you man. mean. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so although, you know, they combine the schools, they want to, you know, um, create some revenue for the city, um, do positive things around that. But we all know coming from here, like they only cleaned up the city, you know, for Hall of Fame week. We were just yeah. talking about that uh, yesterday. We were having a conversation and saying how like Canton like does stuff last minute. Like we got the whole year, but the week before yeah. the Hall of Fame, y'all want to start That's doing construction. That's when start finishing projects that they've been doing for seven months. We've been, like, get, yeah, we've been getting potholes filled up, you know, every now and again. Then yeah, a week later, well, they, they well, now they're fell just, through. And then yeah. now Hall of Fame comes, they want to repave a road or um, start cleaning up the trash around exactly. everywhere. And it's like, why can't we get this all the time? That way the residents who are here, you know, we have a good, positive environment. We're not... Take more pride more, in it. Yeah, you know, because if we see the city not taking care of itself, then everybody's going to come in doing the same exact thing. Right. You know, so it's just, I think it's important that we just keep that same energy, energy all year round. And everywhere, yeah, not and everywhere. just because I feel like when a lot of this is going on during the Hall of Fame yep. week and everything, the, all the changes and all the cleanup and, you know, you see a lot more law enforcement patrolling and everything. It's it's definitely in select areas. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like that's, it, 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 in my opinion, it's always been because that's where they're trying to funnel these tourists through these areas. Yeah. And this is, they, they think this is Canton. But again, like we were talking about last night, you can go three blocks that way. And you can see what Canton really is. Yep. And if we're going to say we're doing this to better the city, well, it, you got to put the whole city on. Right. You can't just do mm-hmm. just the right. Northwest. You can't just do a section of the Northwest where all of this stuff is at. That's where yep. all the money's going. Okay, cool. But all this other stuff exists. So if we're going to do all the and, and and it's like you know cleaning up before you got company you come over. You know what I'm saying? When you were <laughs> right. Younger. But you didn't just clean one section of the house. You right. cleaned the whole house. It didn't matter if they were going in that house or not. Well, that's how it was at my house. You know, if we had company, my grandma said, oh, you know, I, I tell them, they're just going to be in the kitchen. Well, I want the whole house clean. Exactly. You're going to clean the whole house. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. They need to, Canton is making changes, and they are changes for the better. I've recognized them. I'm really appreciative of it. It does make me take more pride in everything around here, but it's like, we have to do way more. Oh, yeah. There, there has to be way more done because we can't just keep focusing on just isolated sections of the city, isolated people, stuff like that. Yeah. The tourists don't the tourists don't live here, so we don't need to just only focus on them and making the city look good when they're here. Yep. Yeah, as a business owner, um, does that affect your, your business, like with the Hall of Fame coming? Does it help it? Like, does that even affect the part of what you have going on with, with your business? Um, honestly, I don't think it affects it at all mm-hmm. um like i mean i stay in prayer about my business for sure honest, as you, you know should yeah um so when when things change around i even i would say just the economy alone like when things start changing like that i really don't see a major impact negatively um it's still just kind of i stay stagnant you know and that i'm pretty much a smooth smooth cruising through everything and just not worrying about it because I feel like, you know, the more I worry about it and what's going on around me, that's mm-hmm. when I start slipping away in my business. Yeah, and, compose you know, mind accomplishes yep. much more. And then, um, you know, my finances start slipping in my business. And, you know, uh, I'm just going to say this now since we're on this topic. Yeah. Um, but, say what you mean, man. Uh, say what you want. Exactly. Perfect <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, you heard it here. It's a perfect podcast. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Aaron. <laughs> perfect podcast, man. <laughs> so, like... I was telling my wife, because, um, you know, after COVID, man, like everybody's getting unemployment. It's really, like people aren't applying for jobs. You know, it, it's tough to find the right people. And you know, me being a small company, I was like, kind of kept saying, man, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm having a hard time finding employees. Nobody want to work. You know, yeah. Everybody's having this conversation yes. everywhere. Everywhere. Um, so I just finally, man, I just woke up and it was like, I need to start changing my words around. 
and saying like, I'm going to find the right people one day. Like I'm going to get the right employees and I'm going to have the right team and things like that. And, um, you know, right now, I mean, I just recently started switching this around. And before you know it, I mean, I just started getting the right people applying. And like, I mean, I'm very blessed to the team I got right now. That's dope. Um, because they're, I mean, they take it seriously. Um, I mean, a young, young squad that I have right now and they take it seriously. Um, you know, they, they show me a mutual respect. And I'm like, all I had to do was just change my verbiage around. Yeah. You and know? it's also, you know, it's good that you, you know, shout out, shout out your team because it's one thing yeah, having man, a body, but it's one thing having people who want to be yep. there. And with having your own business, that's, you know, as that's way more detrimental than like my job when we got people who just come in all the time and, you know, they're, they're in and out the building. Yep. But you're, this is your business. So it directly affects you and your ability to get the job done. So having reliable people on your team is definitely you know, it's a blessing, man. So right. I'm, I'm I'm happy for you for that. Thank you. Yeah, being a being a uh, business owner, an entrepreneur, how important is it to be a leader? Because you know, some people they go into business not having the mindset that you have, like the fact that you said um, changing your words. Because you know, some people won't go to work now because they don't want to deal with bosses right. and employees or just dealing with upper management. So. Um, how do your employees view you? Do they view you as like, oh man, Mr. Dukes? Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I mean, they, here come Mr. Dukes. Right here like, he comes. Come, come. Here he comes. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I haven't become one of those bosses. You know, unless you have um, to be. Yeah. I mean, I definitely put my foot down, and they know that I'm I'm very much about my business, um, and getting jobs done, and taking care of the customers, and um, taking care of them as well. Um, but you know, they they say they enjoy coming to work. I mean, they like being Good. there. Um, they like, you know, is it, you know, but at the same time, I have to recruit those people who are really interested in cleaning and detailing mm -hmm. and want to be interested in doing that because they're just coming just to do a job. It reflects in the work, yep. you know, um, but they they like coming there. I mean, at least that's what they tell me. Um, but every day <laughs> I make it a point to just I end every shift just to get kind of get feedback from them. Word. You know, say, hey, look, is there anything you need to talk about? Like, you know, how'd the work day go today? Any suggestions you want to give? Um, I even have a scheduling system that asks for their feedback at the end of the day. Um, that are just, so that way I can keep in touch with them. You know what I mean? That's and, and keep a good work environment versus just- That morale is important yeah, in the work environment. Yep. And to have that mindset as an independent business owner, I wish these corporate companies would take that because sometimes yeah. these jobs don't, put that into play you know just just simply asking their employees what they think right or how they feel because in your situation you want to keep them because you keeping employees is helping you yep you know what i'm saying I so it's definitely important to keep them and and have that morale do you do like team building exercises you got the uh no not yet not yet but um you know like take them on a camping trip time. you know what i'm saying I, I, want to, I want to do things you know yeah. I, want, I definitely want to you know be able to i want to be that company to be like Oh, like I I paid for a trip for you guys to go, um, you know, like a water park or something. Yeah, you know, to for the company picnic or something like that. You know, I want to be able to do that um, to keep the right people around and make sure that they know that I do care about them. Um, but they they just they just always I mean they they create a positive work environment. They create a positive work environment as well. Um, but they when they see me as a leader uh, in a um, they see me doing positive things. Right. They see how I engage with the customers. Leading by example. Yep, and they see how I engage with other employees. Um, they definitely take uh, take note on that. You know what I mean? They're paying attention. And I had one, one of my employees really, um, he pointed it out the other day. He's like, man, you got a really good team going, going with you right now. I was like, yeah, I appreciate that. I was like, it took a lot of work. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, I'm very grateful for you guys. And he was like, yeah, definitely. He's like, it starts with you, Aaron. He's like, if you keep it up where you're going, he's like, you know, you'll definitely have a solid you team. You'll have some commercials, man. Yeah, that, that, that's the plan, man. Commercials. Of Gonna pop up like the car subs, man. Hi, welcome to Fristies. <laughs> Go ahead, we'll shout you out on a couple of ads on the, on the podcast. Appreciate yeah, you know, that, man. Sure. Yeah, man. We, yeah. Um, like I said, it's, it's all about putting on, and that's why I love to have you as a guest talking about entrepreneurship and helping yeah. because I think it's dope to see someone from Canton, Ohio, from our hometown, have their own business. You know, and there's a lot of people who want to start one. They say they want to make the money, but they don't have the mindset or um, just simply how to do it. So mm -hmm. I think it'd be dope to have you as on the guest here talking about yourself, you know, talking about your business. And um, you talk about leadership. I want to ask you, have you ever had a job that you had a boss that you remember? Do you ever have a boss that you liked or do you never you ever had that experience? I've had I had bad bosses. Oh, we um, all have you had know, bad bosses. And I had uh, I had plenty of jobs. Mm. 
plenty of good experiences, plenty of bad experiences. But, you know, doing those, like going through those things and those jobs uh, helped me become the person I am today. That's what's up. Because each job I had, I was able to bring a lot of that into my business, like from what I learned. You know, um, I'm not saying like I took lessons from the horrible bosses and I was like, I'm going to bring that into my business, Uh you know. But like definitely those things that I didn't like and those things that I really did like that I wanted to implement into my own company. Mm. Um, So I was like. Uh, but I remember those bad ones, man. And they, you know, bad leaders, they make it, they make it for a long work day, you know. You got a horrible boss story? Oh. Uh, that you can say on the podcast? Because <laughs> um, we all didn't have them. I mean, I don't even care, honestly, man. I'm my own boss at this point. Uh, so that's right, saying? brother. Like, yeah, man. Black excellence, man. I'm <laughs> my own boss. Yeah, money that's off. right. I'm yeah. never going to badmouth anybody, like, yeah. you know, we didn't just to slander them, but I'll definitely, I'll definitely speak my truth <laughs> and, sure. and say it, but... I mean, I, you just get those bosses who focus on the wrong thing, right. you know, and I was always that employee who was always trying to do better than um, than expected, always trying to show initiative um, and just find my way moving up in that company, you know, just having a career. And I remember one time, man, like it was a job where I couldn't have facial hair. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah, what kind of job was hair. I ain't gonna disclose okay. that. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna disclose that part. All but right. um, they, they, they didn't allow me to have facial hair, and um, I was just on, I was on this route, you know, making sure that you know everything's taken care of. Customers are good, you know. Customer had an issue, but I needed to bring it up to the GM, mm-hmm. and I'm just sitting there waiting, you know, as she's handling her meeting, talking with her staff or whatever, and I just waited around till she got done, and I'm explaining the issue. And all she had to do was say something about my facial hair that was growing in. First thing. I'm like, I'm like, now nah, you know I'm trying to do my job and take care of this customer the way you guys need me to. And you're worried about my facial hair. Right while I'm talking. Right while I'm talking. I'm like. Rude. Did you even I, hear anything I just said, ma'am? Exactly. And, you know, and, I, and I'm always like, yeah. so I'm thinking in my head, but I'm also, I'm not going to let anybody step on my toes, you know, or run over me. But I definitely um, made it known after a while, like, like I'm not going to take that, you know. Like, I'm trying to focus on the customers, do the things you guys train me to do, but at the same time, um, you guys can't just keep disrespecting me and focusing on the wrong like stuff, that. you yeah. know. Yeah. So yeah, little things like that. that, you know, your employees will carry with them a long time, you know what I'm saying? And you, you'll start to lose other employees who, made a follow, who may have followed that employee. Right, yeah. You know, because, I mean, they all talk, you know, whether it's your pay or it's like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, man, you see what he, man, they was talking to me this way and this, this and that. The, the employees talk. So Always. it's going to get around. It's going to create a bad work environment. I've no had matter what you do. Maybe I've only had one bad boss experience. I won't disclose. Yeah. Only one? Only one. No, <laughs> I, I, right. I'm going to say that. So. Damn. I've been it? blessed to, uh, you know, a lot of people I work for, you know, I not not pushovers, you know, yeah. they, they, they all definitely stand firm on making sure the job gets done and everything. But like they never made it feel like a job right. so much like the guy I work for now. He as long as the job is done, he's not making you be busy. He's not making you look busy yeah, or, or anything yeah. like Find that. Find something to do. Yeah, right? it's like, go clean the bathroom. Right. Because he knows, you know. But he also knows it's already done, yeah. you know, for the most part. Find something to do. We, we, we like the, being able to chill, and that's one thing we were talking about earlier is, like, you've never had to be that guy, but you can be, but your employees don't make you. Right. And, that, and, and in the end, that's a reflection on them being happy. But this one guy I had, right when he took over the store, you know, he got rid of one guy over personal reasons, just didn't like him. You mm-hmm. know, this this guy was never late for work, always showed up, produced at work. You know what I'm saying? And just got rid of him over personal reasons that have nothing to do with the job yeah. at all. So mm-hmm. when he did that, I started looking elsewhere. And then I ended up getting into where I'm at now. Uh, and then after, you know, a while, I would look, I, I drove past there several times. The entire team is new. Like that that man ran that entire crew out man, of there. Most of them had been there yeah. since that store opened. So that's when they changed it quick. That's new staff, uh, yeah. new people. And it was that quick. Like that entire staff for the most part, with the exception of one guy that I replaced when I got there, that entire staff had been the staff since that store had opened up for the most part. Mm. So for this one guy to run them people out of there like that, of course it was a small company, so I mean there was really no repercussions, you know, he knew the owners, XYZ, so he wasn't going nowhere. But it's just you like you said, employees talk. They and if you really do connect with your co- like your coworkers and stuff, 
that will drive they they will they will mm-hmm. turn against a bad boss, man. They will walk out, and that's I ain't saying that's what they all did, but one by one. I think it took yeah. for the pandemic for that to happen because people were like, you know what, I kind of like working from home, <laughs> right? What well, was I'll that? Do it. And you know, obviously, you saw how much some people were getting on unemployment and stuff for sure. So when they were like, I'm getting paid more to not because I never blamed a lot of the people who were just you know sitting there on that unemployment because if you're making twice as much as you were working sitting on your ass you know what i mean i can't really fault you for it but it did create a lot of a lot of laziness because a lot of people were just like well i don't need to go back to work yeah or because at one point even at my job as a carrier um literally everywhere was short staff so did you deal with that in your business like being short staff for a certain period of time how long did you deal with it i mean it was i mean i went through a lot of a lot of uh staff to be honest you know Mm -hmm. i went through that phase because it was like i'm very very um strong on attendance you know for because sure. like with my business um without me being a mobile detailer i knew it because you were here at 2 30 you know, so i'm, 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 I'm not wasting your sure. time, man, time to so. eat my guy was hey, i'm downstairs <laughs> yeah he hated it because like we we different and that's how you know we friends because like when i'd be like all right i'm here yeah and then i wait five minutes i'd be like damn nah, bro, come, bro. On, come on come on <laughs> don't do that nah but yes. But him as a businessman, though, like I get it, you know, Absolutely. because you, you you paying these people, yep. and when you paying them, you need to be on time, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we'll, we'll, since we're mobile, like we'll be chasing that time all day long. If you know, you got staff that's ten minutes behind, you know, like they might think, oh, it's just ten minutes, but I'm like, no, that's ten minutes that's gonna put us behind on getting to the appointment. Time is money, that's, and you know, we're gonna try and chase that all day. Got to account for travel. Yeah, you can't you can't do time, that. So yeah. you really gotta be on time. So I kind of went through a lot of employees. You know, dealing with the attendance issue because um, nobody just respected my business. They didn't respect me. And that was kind of hard to deal with when I'm like, I- I'll do everything I can to take care of you so that way you can stay here. You know what I mean? Be here on time. Um, yeah, just be here on time. That's all the, I'm let's asking. get the job yeah, that's done. It. You know, um, but so I, I did deal a lot with um, the unemployment stuff and um, short staff. But at the end of the day, I'm the owner, you know. Mm. So I just went out there. I mean, if it was a full detail, it's going to take eight hours. I'm just going out there either way. Like, but everybody's not gonna know that I'm short staffed. I'm just gonna run it like I ain't got nobody anyway. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> right. But it but again, I'll go back to what I said in the beginning. It's just still important to have a team. Um, and when I changed my verbiage around to, you know, it took a while for me to figure that out. Because I was like, I kept saying, like, I'm a like I, and people people will tell me, like, Aaron, it's 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 a tough time that we're in. You know that everybody, nobody want to work no more, and blah blah blah. And I'll be agreeing, like, man, you're right, blah, blah, yeah, because some of the stuff you agree to, you start to think yeah. like that. So you got to be careful of what you accept. So while everybody's talking, it's like when you're talking to somebody that's talking negative, you don't want to hear that, right? So you're like, you know what, I'm a, I'm I'm on this type of time, I'm gonna change yeah. the way I think because it's important how you change your thinking and the way you speak. So I yeah. get it. So when I started changing that, man, I started seeing the difference, and I was like, well, shoot, I saw my wife, I'm like. I was like, I kept saying, like, I'm going to find new employees and then, like, or I'm going to find good employees. And um, when people will say that, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to find good. I'm going to find a good team here mm-hmm. soon. Like, I'm going to get the right people in here and my business is going to keep growing. And when I started doing that, like, that's when things started changing for me. Manifesting. Like, recently. Man. Yeah. Real manifestations. And words are, like, there are power in words, man. Words that's are very powerful. you have to be careful on what you speak on. And, you know, when I was going through what I was going through, I had John. You know, telling me like, look, you're gonna get through all of this, mm-hmm. you know, X, Y, Z, and I started, I stopped thinking about what everybody, the negative that everybody else thought, and focusing more on the positive that I thought. Yeah. And when I started doing that, you know what I mean? I started meeting more people. This and the third things started snowballing back into the good. And just today, you know, um, you know, we can't really talk about it too much, but with the technology stuff that we got going on here with the Zoom and everything, we just, you know, got blessed with some stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the more sure. we talk about, hey, we're gonna do this, and you know, I, I've I've been saying it for weeks. Like, I feel something on the horizon with the podcast and everything. Yeah. And the more we talk about that, the more stuff keeps coming. People want to book with us, and you know, we're booked up. Mm-hmm. You know, almost we a couple more interviews, and we're booked up for a while. So yeah. that that's a blessing to have people who want to be a part of this. And you know, like you were talking about having a good a team, but a dependable team. That's a blessing, man. Yep. So just keep speaking into that for sure. I want to ask you, and I learned also that not only manifesting is important, but how you wake up or how you start your day is important. Mm-hmm. I know as a businessman, that's very important to you. So what's a day like usually for you? Um, so starting out, like, I mean, I try, I try to get between like 5 and 5.30 every day, Same every way. morning, you mm-hmm. know. Um, some days harder than most, but, Ooh. you know. 
It's like you still gotta get up. Bed, like, yeah, uh, exactly. And I mean, I'll be 33 this month, and I'm like, <laughs> man, listen, I'm like, it's time. You know, I gotta, I, I gotta find the right team, um, and I do want to, you know, franchise. So every day, I mean, when you're a business owner, you really gotta have that drive for sure to get up in the morning. Um, and you know, I chase my why every day. Like, my why is my family. You know, my wife, my kids, like. That was one of my I episodes. I I, when I told you about Jordan, yeah. my man Jordan May, um, he said something about that. What is your why? Yeah. And um, that's something I've been asking myself. Like, you got to wake up, not just going to work, but why are you going to work? Right. Why are you doing this? You got to have a reason. So yep. that's that's having purpose when you wake up in the morning exactly. is important, man. Because this ain't just, you know, I don't wake up just to, I mean, I love doing business. Like, I mean, detailing cars and cleaning is not my passion. I love cleaning. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, but, you, you been cleaning you know, forever. Here. Like cleaning is my thing, you know. So when people are like you gonna de- like you detail cars, I'm like I clean cars. Like I I clean them really good, you know. But um, so you take chores very serious at yeah, your house. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I see do a it, man. Stand I'm on not it. just gonna <laughs> clean. The... So I have to clean it. You know what I mean? So when the kids wash the dishes, you zoom in like, oh, oh I yeah. see, I see a little stain, yeah, a little me, spot. Me and Amanda both, we be like, make sure my daughter get them dishes real clean, you know. Um, but. Shout out Miss Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My why, man, is what really gets me going every single day um, to do what I do to make sure that I'm building a legacy because uh, I do want to franchise my business and I want to have long term income. Um, You know, some, and if my kids want to take over, you know, it's there for them. Um, And then just keep on building businesses from there, you know? So that's what helps me get up every day and continue to do what I'm doing and building in the right direction. That way, the foundation is there and it's not just going to crumble when, you know, something happens to me or, uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to be done with the business and yeah. I want to pass it on. I want to make sure it's a solid business, you know. You kind of answered, answered the question already, uh, what you say you want to franchise, but how big do you want Pristine to get, like? You want it to go global, like, and and realistically, how long do you think that would take being a self-made business owner? Um, I mean, shoot, as big as God want me to go, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, because, I mean, when I first started it, uh, it was just like, you know, I didn't know, I really didn't know how big it was going to go. I just knew that um, I wanted to start something unique. I wanted to do something different. I mean, everybody's detailing car. I mean, when I started my business, everybody was doing mobile detailing they was opening up a brick and mortar detail mm. company and it was like i'm like dang everybody wanted detail cars now i'm like what the heck <laughs> so i just was like you know what i started looking into something um that was unique i'm like what can i do that's not like everybody else so i looked at steam cleaners i started you know seeing what they would do at first i was like i don't want to carry a bunch of water so i'm like looking at the all these different options, man. Just doing research and research at my job. Right, word. <laughs> you know, like I'm about to get you know, out of here. Say you know, they say you on Indeed at work. Right. Yeah, like, so I'm trying to get up out of here. I want to do using my free internet. You know, doing some <laughs> research, and I finally came down to the steam cleaner that I found. And when I found it, man, I was just like, and my job started getting real disrespectful. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to go. I mean, I was only doing like one or two cars a week. Right. You know, at that time. So, um, but I was like, once I found that, man, I found a unique company to do um that really really like pushed me to get out you know and i mean i took a i took a risk man i was like i'm leaving my full-time job taking that lead start something new i mean who steam clean cars nobody steam cleans cars i mean it was just like especially like five years ago it was like i mean i've seen this over in other countries um but just in ohio alone nobody was steam cleaning the interior and exterior cars yeah yeah so it was like you know it was a learning curve for me I mean, like, I had ups and downs. I made my mistakes, but I, like, I, I learned from it, and I grew from it, you know. Um, so just doing that, uh, like, just keeping a unique company and keep and everything I do, I make sure that I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. Right, so you got to stand, gotta stand out, and for sure. Yeah. Shouts to sticking with it, because like you were saying, you were doing, like, you left your full-time job to do one or two cars a week, you know what I mean? Yeah. You could have at any point been like, look, this ain't enough, I got to go back. Exactly. But you stuck you through that, and, and you here, man, so huge yep. shouts to that. Because every, every day I would wake up like, I'm just going to put my uniform on. I was like, somebody going to call, you, you know, one of these guys pop right. up and go. And, and now, man, to this day, like, now I just, like, I'm getting referrals and recommendations mm-hmm. and building off of the reviews. Um, so it's like, 
I mean, got out what it, you put in. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, them times of waking up and just like, man, I hope I can work today. You know, I hope I got some cars coming in. And now you know you and got it I'm coming here, in. So. That's what's up. Yep. So before we go on our break, uh, Aaron, can you plug yourself real quick? Where can they follow you at, uh, the business? Where can they check you out at? Uh, so I've got Instagram under um, PSW LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, that. it's on the lines of that. Um, my Facebook is Pristine Steamwash. Um, and then I have a website, which is pristinesteamwash.com. Okay. Uh, the phone number is 330-704-6867. So you guys can connect with me there. Okay. What about you, Seaweed? You got anything you want to plug real quick? Uh, I have an Instagram now. Finally on social media. <laughs> Finally. No, um, <laughs> I just really got on here. So you can go ahead and find me at Krishan White on Instagram. And uh, there ain't much on there, but we're going to get it rolling here soon. So tell your friends, tell your mama. It's on there now. <laughs> you can follow me Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, at Jean P the MC. That's J-E-A-N-P-T-H-E-M-C, www.JeanPTheMC.com. Episode 57, right? See we on 57. 57. I got, got it. So Episode okay. 57. Aaron Deuce, you going to stick around with us for a minute? Oh, yeah, yeah. All I'll right, here, man. man. We gonna he might clean up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. Then we right back. This is John Peter, MC Episode 57. Aaron Seaweeds. Duke, say what you mean. Peace. Peace. Uh, say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the 3 3 yo. Where them boys don't play. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the 3 3 yo. Where them boys don't play. From the northwest to the northeast. Say my name once and they know it's me. Southeast to the southwest. No arguments. Yeah, I got next. John P. One, two. Let me talk my shit again real quick. Uh, yo, 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 episode 57, Say What You Mean, John P. the MC, Krishan White. We got my man Aaron Dukes in the house. How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. Got the gear on, man. I just keep looking at <laughs> This is dope, man. Like, I just love to look at it. For yeah, I love the brand right. everywhere I go, man. See, God's if we brand. had the video up right now, everybody could see, you know, I the know. official gear, the hat, the yeah, hoodie. Yeah, you right, you right. He's coming we, out with sneakers too. Got, so. <laughs> pristine sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but before we go into the interview, we do have our first sponsor, Seaweeds. First sponsor. Yeah, Shout out Melissa Arline. Yeah, man. Uh, we have Miss Melissa Arline at It Works. So check this out. If you want to do a weekly drawing, get a chance to win some cash, $500, some giveaways. She's running a special drawing, but you have to go to her website and take the quiz. So if you're interested in uh, plant-based health and beauty products, go to melissaonline.itworks.com. Again, if you want to win some drawings, $500, you want to win some money. I know you want to win some money because I want to win some money, baby. Yeah, and some giveaways and all of that. So again, Melissa Online, I'll spell it for y'all, M-E-L-I-S-S-A. A R L I N E. Can't mess it up. Dot itworks.com. Take the quiz. Win some money. Win some money. So shout out to Miss Arline. That's shout our Miss Arline. First, first sponsor, man. We trying to do some things. You know, you got to do it, man. Yeah. Get those sponsors in. Keep building them. Got to. You knocked that I know out. You, the party, I think it's going to come. I did? Yeah, you good did. Good job. You knocked I'm out right. That's right. I was over here thinking there about you. Go. Like, there we go. Like, you're doing good on that. Like, so you didn't you need, did this before. Yeah, so you if, you need your, if you need your sponsor, you know, you want to sponsor the podcast. No, yeah. for real. Like, we've we been. Um, I was going to ask after I was done, you know, why on, you go man. about that sponsorship. Yeah, you know? let's do it. Listen, any business out there who would love to help out our podcast, be a sponsor, you get a chance to have your business shouted out weekly on a weekly podcast. So just know if you're investing and wanting to sponsor with it, you're getting something out of it. We do have a consistent amount of listeners. You know, so we're honored that Miss Melissa decided to be our first thank sponsor. You, you. We appreciate Bless you. That Let went, us help you. Help yeah. us help you. Because that went towards help our mixer. Us. You know what I'm saying? To help us continue to do this podcast. So continue to bless your ears with quality. Yeah, help us, help us help you. So um now we back. So Aaron, I want to ask you, man, getting into business. What are like the do's and don'ts? Like I said, we always talk about people want to start a business and they never go through with it. What's the first thing that a person should do when they decide they want to start a business? First and foremost. Well, first, just do some research. Yes. You know, make sure that, you know, it is. Well, you can look and see if it's going to be a lucrative business. You can do some market research and stuff like that. But you really need to know what you are getting into. Um, because you don't want to just start a business just to start it mm-hmm. and, you know, just think it's going to work out as soon as you get it going, you know. Um, so once you do that, just make sure that you write out your business plan, 
Uh, you have to start with a business plan because you don't have one. You'll get into the business all willy nilly, mm-hmm. you know, um, expecting to make this and that. And then when it don't work out, it just take you out of the game. So what in, what's entailed into a business plan? Like, is it something that you write out? Do you present it? Like when you wrote your business plan for Pristine, like how did you go about that? So, um, so when I wrote my business plan, like, I mean, I definitely like I went on like the Ohio, I think like Ohio.gov site or something like mm-hmm. that. It was like five years ago. I don't quite remember the website, <laughs> but uh, so don't quote me on but that one. But you did it though. But I went on there and I did find like a blank sheet for like a business plan, um, right. and it told me different things that I needed to do. So it was a good tool that I used. Um, so was it a template? Yeah, it was just a template there, and he tell you um, piece by piece what you need to do to get things registered with the state and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so. Peep game, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. literally so yeah, for yeah, yeah. I mean, people you people charge you an arm and a leg just to apply for LLC or just for that little information that's free. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's really important, man, to just connect with the right sources for and sure. see where the information is. Or if you just got the drive, you'll find it yourself. You mm-hmm. know, real quick. But um, I, I mean, I'll give a shout out to my father-in-law though. That's what's like, up. Shout he out, was pops. like. Um, he he was like, I was telling him like, man, I, was like, I don't know how to start this business plan. I'm like, I don't, I gotta write all this stuff out, you know. Gotta like, do a PowerPoint. Yeah, I'm like, man, I gotta fill all this stuff out, you know, trying to write my business plan, and you know, it, and I'm just not one to write everything down on paper. Like, mm-hmm. um, you got a you got a, a board? No, I ain't got no board. I just look. I, I, I was on my phone doing all this as well, but it was like, so he was just telling me. Like, Aaron, somebody already did this before. Like, mm-hmm. somebody already started a detail company. Somebody's already steam cleaning something. He's like, just don't reinvent the wheel. It's always when you have an idea, someone tells you kind of it was already yeah. been done before. Yeah. Or, but sometimes that'll discourage you. That'll be the breaking point right there. Yeah, somebody will tell like, you, like, doing it already? Ah, you and know? then you'll stop right there. But yeah. what, what made you keep going was the fact that you did the research. Yep. How important is it, just going back to research, like, how long did you do research on steam washing? Well, I was, I mean, I was researching a while, um, which kind of helped me, like, you know, push more to do it because I'm like, this is unique. I'm mm-hmm. like, people are going to love this. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like I say, he he just told me don't reinvent the wheel and just, um, he's like, somebody already did it. So I looked online and I found a plan that was, a business plan that was written up with, like, the marketing strategy, um, your, uh, what is it? I mean, there's so much stuff on that business plan that you can go through, but it had every bullet point in the outline. So I just took that. Um, you know, and and put my own wording in there, yeah, and put my own goals in there, you know, for what I wanted to hit for like my first, you know, three to five years, and um, doing that since I had that plan, I was able to because when you doing business, you'll be working and working and doing things and get so mm-hmm. busy where you forget your main goal in your business, and you're like, oh man, I was like. You're like, why did I not hit my numbers this year? So you need to go back and look at your business plan and see where you are and actually see if you're following your target audience. Is that something that you do often, like as long as you, because you've had Pristine for how many years now? Uh, I just hit five years this past year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank so, like, do you, is that something you often do? Like, just check in even with your original business plan to make sure you're still hitting those points? Like, do you make weekly goals, personal goals, like, with your business to help it grow? So, to be honest, I mean, I should have this stuff, like, you know, I only did up to, like, my first, like, three years for sure. when I did a plan. But I always look back at it like, man, I'm like, I keep doing the same kind of residential customers. Like, when business gets stagnant, I'll go back and look, like, what am I missing? Did I, why didn't I hit these numbers? Am I still sticking to the plan? Um, but... Um, I mean, I honestly, you know, with me having the business mindset that I have, like, I really do just kind of know, like, okay, well, I need to hit these numbers. I need to do this many sales in order to sustain my business or mm, this is going to be every month. You know, if I keep putting out labor here, I'm not going to be able to afford this. So just kind of looking at those things and having those um, those budgeting fundamentals and knowing where your money's going. That well, that's also key is knowing where that money is going. Right. Man, I need you to know, write this shit down. <laughs> to know where that money is going because you know you can. That's real. I mean, everything that you're doing. I mean, you got to know everything costs where it's going because if you start spending, 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 and you're like using cash here, cash there, and you're mixing personal and business, you're gonna mess yourself up. Mm. So it, that is one thing I want to point out too: is always keep that business and personal separate. Mm. Um, I hear that. Keep your business and personal separate. Yeah, because that keeps your book straight. You know, um, you know, helps you with any kind of financing that you're trying to get. Uh, You know, just always do your research on that kind of stuff. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure budgeting 
takes yeah. a big play in the, like that planning set uh, phase and, you know, making sure all your money is allocated to the right yep. stuff. So pretty much answer that question before I asked it. Because, yeah, if you just sitting there just diving into the company money for your own personal gain, yep. and then this bill X minus Z, you know, X, Y, Z come out, you know, now you got to deal with that. I feel like right. you just get behind and can't really catch that up unless the business, you have to be doing, you know, more business now mm-hmm. to catch up for that. So definitely important to make sure that you're, you're budgeting appropriately, ladies and gentlemen. It is not play money as soon as you get it. So. No, definitely not. Like I mean, I I had when I first started, I had my full time job, and I was like I said, doing a couple cars a week, and so I had money to fall back on. I wasn't even pulling anything sure. out of the business account. But when I became to do it myself, I'm like, I'm looking at numbers a lot closer. I'm like, this is my only income. Right. So you know, mm-hmm. what can I start doing? I mean, a lot of businesses uh, fell in our first couple of years. You know, so I'm like really looking at my numbers. Like, okay, this is what I can pay myself if I do this. You know. And you already know, John, since day one, man, I've been man. a hustler, bro. Like, Always. Tell, I'm going to make sure I got some money coming school in. School them, Aaron. Tell them. <laughs> listen, let, yeah. them, let them know because, I mean, you, you did it all. And that kind of, uh, that's one of my questions. Yeah. Like, what's your earliest hustle business? Like, what, what's your earliest hustle? Because as far as I remember, you, uh, I didn't see Aaron try to cut hair. Oh, yeah. Seventh, eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, well, and you're right. That was exactly <laughs> it. Like, the seventh, eighth grade, man, I started cutting my own I thought you was going to have used to always say, Aaron, going to get his own barber yeah, shop. that was my goal, man, to be a barber. And then I started doing it so much on the side, it, it was like, I didn't really want to pursue it no more. Did you clean people's shoes? Like, did you, like... Like oh, I, mean, I, I didn't clean people's shoes. I clean my own. You know, I kept that on a one, man. You, oh, it, was, it, was, it was just probably just you probably believed that because it was up his alley to like run yeah, a sneaker like, man, you clean other people's shoes too. Because <laughs> that's how clean he kept his. I'm like, man, Aaron keep his shoes clean. Um, no, nah, I, mean, I always clean my my stuff up, man. But like coming from cutting hair to burning CDs, my wife yeah, was my first you customer, you man. She, burning them CDs. Yeah, she was getting the, she was getting the good CDs, man. But <laughs> he never uh, charged her. But he no, charged us yeah, five dollars. I didn't charge her, but I was getting y'all about ten dollars right, a CD. A CD. A ten dollars a list. <laughs> yeah, it was like, damn, you know, man, they um, ain't gotta pay. Why we gotta pay? <laughs> dang. So it, it, and then I started selling like you know used cell phones off of eBay. You know, what I mean, Ooh. I was just it was just always something I had that I was. I was like hustling for you know what I mean. It was all legit, you know. Who but, are some of your inspirations in regards to business? Like who inspires you? Um, inspiration wise, uh, I really don't have a business model. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like somebody that I look up to business wise, um, but there are people that I, le- I like listen to that help more so with my personal development to keep my business mindset fresh. Like, mm-hmm. um, like I listen to Eric Thomas a lot. Um, he's got a podcast called The Secret to Success. Um, so he's got his crew on there and his guys. Um, they're really great. Um, and then uh, there's another guy on uh, IG, um, mm. Prince Donnell. I don't okay. know if y'all heard of him, but he he drops a lot of bars. Like, I mean, he was telling me, it was like, probably you remember like one a year of his ago, bars? Man, he was like, he was talking about business accounts. I'm like, like, I talk to my wife about it all the time. I'm like, well, I got like five or six business accounts. She's like, why? I'm like, I'm like, because I like have to keep all of my money separate. You know, I have a primary check, business checking. I got account for my taxes. Yeah. I got account for, um, yeah, or my savings account. You know, I've got, uh, what is it? Um, you know, just a, another account for just kind of any renovating I want to do or building. You know, in my so business. you set aside so money I for everything, okay. even like a loan account. You know, mm. so I know where that money for that loan is going. And you learned that just from the gyms with this. Uh, yeah, I mean, he that's, he, that's he, a he dope tip. A so you have a, so you have accounts for needs of a business. Yeah. So like, if something goes wrong, you go into that account. Yep, that's it's smart. Payroll account, everything's that's very smart. Account, so that way, I know where it's going. You know, because coming I, out of one account could be a lot, and then yeah. you got those funds. That's that's it. You'd be like, "What came out? Well, I paid this out. How much? Yep. And you don't know how much remaining you got left out of that payroll to be paying your staff. You know, so different things that you know he said on there. It helped me out a lot through my business. Um, but a lot of the stuff, man, that you know a rookie can do. You know, starting a business, you can spend a lot of money in the beginning. Mm. People are paying five hundred dollars plus to just uh, you know sign up for the LLC. And not doing nothing with it. And not doing nothing with it. I'm like, why'd you pay this third party company all this money for this LLC when it costs you $100 just to start it? And then you can do a lot more just from doing your own research. So. Well, doing the research requires you to have that business mindset you spoke of. So, and that can't be learned. 
in right. my opinion. I feel like you just got to have like it. You in can you. you can learn how to how to run a particular business, but I feel like you can't learn a business mindset. You have to want like that 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 just has to be something like you it know has to be that, something it, that you it, were it, taught, you, you know? yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, to a degree, but like it, like you can't just one day wake up and say I want to start a business and you have no knowledge of that. You've right. never tried to do that. You have horrible, you know, spending habits stuff like that. There's more that you need to fix with yourself before you do that to acquire that business mindset because I know I don't know too many people who actually balance on checkbooks or anything like that or yeah. allocate funds to certain accounts. It's all just all oh, it came out of my checking or let me just throw this in my savings and I'll pull out this much when it's time to use that. You know, I, I do that a lot, I'm not gonna lie, but you know, I feel there are things you can learn and there's a lot that you can't and that starts with like changing I don't want to cuss too much, but changing stuff with yourself before you actually begin that, mm-hmm. you know, even get into business because like you said it's one thing paying the five hundred for this when right, you know, but you're, money what are you going to do with it now that you yeah. have it? Yep. And if you have no knowledge of that, now you're just sitting there with money and a piece of paper, basically. Yep. You know, no money and a piece of paper. Yeah. So what that, do you what do you define success as, Aaron? Um, I define success as, uh, or you mean like in terms of like how do I know I made it? Yeah. Like what, what is success to you? Because you know everybody. Looks at that word as like, like what you have, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they think success is just having the most. But you know, like I was telling him the other day, I said sometimes success to me is just being able to, you know, go to the grocery store without having to worry yeah. about something. And in regards to you having a business, yeah, what is success to you? Is it just having your own and not being able to clock into someone else's job? Like, what makes um, you feel accomplished when you walk through the door yeah. at the end of the day? Well, um. Honestly, like, I, I don't know I made it, man, and feel successful when, like, you know, I know my kids are good, my wife's good, mm-hmm. you know, I'm good, you know, because I, I just... That's your um, why. Yeah, you know, that's that's my why. So everything I do is geared towards that. Um, so if I'm like, you know, we go take a vacation, I don't want to have to worry about, oh, man, how are we going to make back that $800 that we just spent? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we know we shouldn't spend Disney that much Because Disney World is expensive. But, yeah, but I just want them to have a good time and come $30 back and feel, hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like... On the park, all that money we just spent. You know, we spent money before you get into the park. You know, She's like you yeah. got a dad. Nah. Yeah, so, so it's like you know, I, I just want them to be comfortable, and I don't want them feeling the stresses of their parents either. Um, for sure, we don't have the money. You mm-hmm. know, um, they ask for something of that's reasonable. You know, I want to be like, oh yeah, we, we can go ahead and get that without any um, any complaints or stress. You or know? being told no that we can't yeah. do it. Like I mean, my because I mean, my daughter, she's thirteen. Well, she's about to be thirteen, and to me, in my head, I'm like, she about to be 15. She's going to be driving, you know? Right. And, like, my parents already started us out with with a car, you know, when we first, when we got older and we were ready to drive. So I just want to be able to do the same thing for my kids. Man. Make sure that they're set, you know, generation, generational wealth, you know, basically. Right. You know, so um, so those kind of things, man, when I can feel that and I see that in the fruits of my labor, you know, I definitely feel like I reached that point of success. That's what's up. Yeah. Now, when it comes to, you know, you know, like you, like he was saying, you know, you got it, Dad. But like, do you? I, it, it, you never want to let your kids see the pressure. You yeah. know what I mean? But like, do you instill in them that you know, I, I don't got it like that. So when I do have it, this is what I do for y'all. So you know, make them more appreciative and mm-hmm. everything of the things you do for them. That way, when they do get this car that you want to try and get them, like they're more, they're not out there running it ragged. You know, they know yeah. to take care of it. Which I'm sure watching their dad, you know, who cleans everything in the world, yeah. they're gonna do so. It's just, do you do you ever let them know that like it's it, it wasn't always good, you know? Mm-hmm. Did we we could be bad, we could be here, we could be that. So just making sure they know what they really got. Yeah, I mean, me and my wife both we def we instill in our kids that like, um, you know, they they have to earn the stuff that they're getting, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we're teaching them you know respect and respect the things that they do have, you know, be appreciative, you know, those kind of things. So we both you know as a team make sure that we're teaching our kids that uh so that way you know they don't feel like oh this i i just you know my parents should just give me a car or they right. should just go buy me some shoes you know so those things we make sure that we are telling them and they they understand that so they're grateful you know because right. i mean kids when you give kids stuff and they just feel like it's uh they're entitled to it oh, it's trust like, me i know them. i know yeah, it's like no man oh man it's like for me growing up I, we weren't spoiled, 
Yeah. You know, but we had a lot. Like right. I had, all, I had all the game systems in yep. third, but I did earn it. Yeah. So whenever sure, I heard yeah. the word no, I didn't hear it like no, I can't have this. It's no, I haven't earned it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a lot of people need to make sure, especially when you're running your own business, that you know, no doesn't always mean it's not for you. It's just mm-hmm. not, it's not for you right now. Yeah, and we keep it real with them. Like, I'm like, that ain't got it. Like that costs way too much. We're not getting that. Over <laughs> that dad, we have to do them yeah. dads now. Yeah, right. so I was talking like, no, we're not getting. We're not paying sixty dollars for some shoes. No, and then like, wild, well, and then wild seeing like just at one point in life that was us. You like, yeah. man, that was us back in our mind. Like I said, I had all the game systems coming out. So my son, I mean, game systems wasn't six hundred, seven hundred dollars a pop back then either. So. I'd be like, man, Kai, this game for the PS5. Ah, you yeah, might have played PS4 for man, a minute. And the game is about a millimeter <laughs> big. You know, they cost $60. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we definitely keep it real with them and let them know, like, either we got it or we don't, you know. But I just still want them to, um, or I want all of us just to be comfortable where we are and um, be able to live. You know what I'm saying? Right. And not having to penny pinch everything because yeah. you know, times get tight, you know. I'm not trying to be like that, so. I just always work, you know, my work my hardest, make sure we get to where we need to get to and make sure the kids understand, you know, where they are and where we're going to be heading to and where we're heading, you know, um, with our lifestyle, our finances and things like that. So it sounds like success to you is just being comfortable. I want to be more than comfortable. You know, I want to be. I want to feel like I'm living. You know, but that's me what I mean. Yeah. You know, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Yep. You know, this bill's taken care of. You know, this bill with the business is taken mm-hmm. care of. And you once know. you experience like being parents, you start to see, oh, you know, success ain't having a big old house. Sometimes success is just like you said, Making being sure able to is okay. make sure my son yep. got shoes for football, or being able to take my lady out to eat, or yep. being able to do something for myself. So let me ask you that: when you're not doing the business, what you doing for yourself? Well. I don't really do too much for myself. Oh, uh, come on, man. I'm not going to lie to you, man. man. It can't be all, yeah, but. I'm in a building phase of my business. That's real. You know, I, That's I, think, I just think um, there's a time I deal with that, that too, yeah. You know, there, there's going to be a time where it's going to come where I do have my time for myself leisurely, you know, um, and I've got a good team working and running my unit where I need it to run. Uh, that time will come, but right now that that's just my focus. Mm-hmm. And, It'll um, be greater later. And, and for since my family is my biggest why, um, I really uh, what's what I'm looking for. Like I really do me doing the stuff I'm doing right now um, is doing something for me. That's you know real. I mean? Like so. so it's like, man, my, I'm I'm doing well in my business. I'm succeeding over here. Okay, my house is being taken care of. My family's being taken care of. Like a lot of that stuff. I mean, it, hindsight, it is for me too. Because I, I feel good about it, you know. Yeah. Hey, when you up, it's like hard to not somewhere. be up. You know, yeah. it's not. It's hard to not feel up. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I don't so have time to. I want to run. You know, I used to, I love running track and cross country, and yeah, sometimes I still want to get into it. But yeah. it's just like, okay, well, this is where I'm at right now. This is what I have to do, and then move. I'll move on to the next thing and the next step. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But there's a time that all that stuff will come where you know I can. I can hit you up every now and again. Hit you I guys know, up man. and be like, look, you know, I'm going to sit down and talk a little bit. Listen, you know, without every the guest, pressure of trying to get to my business and get it running, you know? <laughs> like so. we said, every every guest that comes in here, um, it's us building a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we're really mindful of the guests we have on this podcast. And the fact that you're one of my best friends, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like this podcast is for that, you know, for people who are doing things, especially where we come from. Yeah. Because Canton doesn't get that look of a place where there are black men doing things like starting their own businesses. Yeah. Or podcast, so we have to be the face of those people who are actually trying to do something from here. Right. So I know you take pride in being a black business owner. What's some advice that you can give uh, to upcoming business owners who may feel down about it? Like, what can you tell them on the motivational side? Um, to be one hundred, um, I don't, I don't really push identifying as a black-owned business. You know, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of us black-owned business owners can be like, we'll be bound to that. We're like targeting black, um, black the black community. We'll be one bigger. I get yeah. that. And it's like so mentally, um, and then like I said, when we are speaking things, I just be like, you know, I want to be diverse. I want to reach everybody. I want to have everybody look at me and say like, you know, or feel comfortable like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go with this company here. You know, I'm diverse. I'm not just going to one particular community and wondering why my finances aren't growing or mm-hmm. why my business isn't growing. So it's very important to. I mean, I can, on, on paper, I'm black-owned, you know, I'm a minority business. But you don't promote yourself as just black. Yeah, I don't promote as a black-owned business. Um, I mean, in hindsight, I know that, you know, I'm not being blind to the fact, but right. um, I like to be diverse so that way everybody can, 
you know, get a part of what's going to be happening. That's you know, real. Pristine steam washes around. You know, it's for everybody. So be a crime to keep yourself in a box. Yep. That you don't have to be in. Yeah. Yep. Much. That's what's so, up, man. So, I, that's, that's my honest opinion on that. That's man. real. Like, some no. people look at me like, "What do you mean, black owned?" Nah, nah, I'm nah, like, that's "Listen, him. you know, this we is always got to give so. this disclaimer again. Yeah. Say what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's like, and, and that's real. But you know, you know? what you're talking about. We know, we know, we know what you mean. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's you. You want to be bigger than just Canton. Like yep. with this pop, we don't want to just interview people from here. You know right. what I'm saying? But we know starting in our own backyard will lead us to bigger companies and bigger guests and bigger artists. But the fact that we have that here, you have to seize the opportunity. So I definitely get where you're coming from, man. Yeah. And it's, I'm glad you said that because, like, I was just talking to somebody at work, you know, because I, I think I was talking about the whole movie thing and everything. And they were just like, you know, oh, you're going to be like the, one of those guys who just only does stuff, like, for black people. And I'm like, well, that's a weird question, A. And B, um, when I make a when I make a project, I'm doing it for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not just doing it for mm-hmm. black people. I'm not yeah. just doing it for white people. So it's not going to be you know, the shit you typically think is coming from a black director. It's just going to be a movie that could be about this one time. Right. It could be about this the next. You never know. So it's always good to make sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know you're a black director. You can feel powerful in that mm-hmm. or a black, you know, business owner or a black mm-hmm. artist or a black this or black that. But you want to make money at the right. end of the day. And there are there is more money than just black money. There's more money than just white money. So yeah, you want to make sure you, you, you're you not keeping yourself in a box. Get to That's each right. bag, not just this one. Yep. So I'm glad, I, 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 I definitely get what you mean there. So, yeah. you know, but. Just keep an open mind, you know, when you're doing your stuff. Because um, your, your business is only going to grow as much as you want it to. Right. You know, if you stay limited, it's going to be limited. You keep saying, I'm a small business. I'm a small business owner. You ain't not once going to hear that come out of my mouth. Yeah, you know, like since I started, I was always looking down the road. Like, oh, I'm gonna start my business out right. I'm gonna use whatever I got to get the right stuff instead of pulling up at people's house with a bucket, some mitts, um, <laughs> some sponges. You know, I, I use your electricity wash. and water. Like, I use use their electricity and water to a certain extent, but um, I just made sure that I always looked good when I was going out there. Right. Okay, that's yep. what's up, man. Listen, so Aaron, we're going to take a break, but when we come back from the break, I yeah. end my podcast with a section called Peace Positive Point. Okay. And what I do is I have my guests pick a quote that means something to them. Krishan picks a quote, I pick a quote. We do this weekly and we explain like what it means to us. We're going to do that, talk about what you got coming up with the business and get up out of here, all right? All right, cool. All right, man. Episode 57 Say What You Mean, Krishan White, Jean P, the MC, Aaron Dukes. We in here. Let's go. Peace. We back, we back. We back with our boy Aaron. What's going on, man? I'm good, man. Glad to be here. Like I said, glad we can definitely take the time. Glad to, to have you. Yeah, do me a favor, move that away from that just a little bit. You good, bro? Yeah, we can hear it in the back. You good? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we back. I'm happy to be back, man. We just here, you yeah. know, chilling. Soft Sunday. Soft Sunday. <laughs> Very soft Sunday. I love this kind of weather, though, for real. Like that overcast. Like everybody always talks about the summer and everything. I, yeah, this man. This is perfect for me. Man, as soon as August hit, this can't, like, they start getting that chilly weather, man. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's like, nice, yeah, we man. on the same page, hoodie and shorts. Yeah, That's the season shorts. right there. Like, the oh, legs breathe a little bit, yeah, you know? I don't wear shorts because, you know, I got chicken legs. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do too. Shit. I, my, my strong little chicken. bronze kneecap mailman calves of yours. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Walking them yards, man. Hell yeah, man. 13 <laughs> I miles. I passed you the other day you running did. the miles. Running, <laughs> Get, getting paid to work out. <laughs> but uh, listen, man, episode 57. First of all, Aaron, thank you for coming on this show, you, man, man. And just um, I'm proud of you, not as, as a friend, as a brother, you know, just having your own, man, and um, just showing the people that it could be done, especially from Canton, Ohio. Appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, when I had this podcast and started, I said, I'm going to get Aaron on the show. And with things going on, you said you just recently celebrated five years. Yep, yep. Man, five years and a hundred more man. to go. Yes. You know what I I'm saying? Will. So, so yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it back to you though, man. Like you know, we said this off the record, but 
you know, since day one. Like I said, I mean, I've seen you, you know, from the time at Layman Middle School, man. You was in that That's classroom. That's right. That's you right. Was, you was like little Kanye in there, <laughs> man. You said it. Right. There we go. <laughs> right. You know, writing out the lyrics. Head, he, <laughs> he was in there writing them lyrics, man. Always had his book. About but, to bust his hat. Yeah, yeah man. He, but, you know, you growing it, man. You know, uh, I appreciate your that, music, brother. Now your podcast. So, you know, keep you got both of you guys, you know. Appreciate Thank Go you. ahead and keep on pushing and doing it and getting those right interviews. And keep on just moving forward, man. But we just trying even to be, with this, just you trying have to make a plan, it. you know. Always and push, it and push it through. So always, man. I appreciate yep. that. And like we've been talking a lot. Like I love my podcast because I interview guests, and it always has a subject. Ours, mm-hmm. we were talking about manifesting, yeah, making things happen, changing our words around, our vocabulary, being leaders, yeah. And I end my podcast with a section called Peace, Positive Point, and I have my guests have a quote that means something to them. Mm-hmm. So um, I could go first, you can go first, or Krishan, how y'all want to do it? Uh, I'll go first, because I, I tend to forget things, and while I got it in my head, I'm just going to get this <laughs> Try out. Trying to memorize them so, books, yeah, man. man. Uh, I'm like, go ahead, man, go ahead with your make quote. make sure I'm straight. Uh, so like I said, you know, just for a lot of my personal development, I make sure that I'll, I'll listen to some podcasts. Um, and one that really stands out to me is Secret, The Secret to Success um, with E.T., Carl, um, Jamal and CJ, like I mean, those those key guys, man. They they drop a lot of nuggets mm-hmm. on that podcast. Um, and ET has a quote that says, "If you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful." Mm. And that really stands out to me, whether it's my business or personal, um, because like I mean, if you if you're not breathing, you know, if you don't really care to breathe, you're not gonna survive. You know, mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to. Uh, succeed at whatever you're doing. So I want to breathe. I want to live. This is you what know, you want. I want. This is what I really want. And I will continue to push for that and push, you know, for my why with my business and mm-hmm. uh, making sure things are good for me on a personal side of things as well. Okay. You know, That's what's up. All right, Krishan, what's your quote? Uh, pretty simple today. Um, I don't know if anybody has said this or not, but it's just something I've been telling myself a lot lately is simply put, love those who love you. Um, I have changed my mindset, you know, and my thought process on how I view me. And it's put me in, a, it's put me in rooms with like last night, for example, just with a lot of positive people who want to do good things. And, you know, they show love to me, I show love to them, but it just shows you, you don't have to worry about, you know, those who, you know, the haters, if you will, That's or, real. you know, the negative, just stay in the positivity, keep focusing on what you want to, you know, what you want to do. And it's going to put you around the right people. So just continue to love yourself. Love those who love you. Focus on you. That's really it. Okay. And my quote is, you'll never know how far you can go if you're too scared to move forward. Um, Off the record, we were talking, you know, about moving forward. And I've always thought about that. And I still feel like I'm on the path of moving forward at 32 years old. You know, um, even with this podcast, it's like a new journey for me because I never thought I'd be one to have some headphones on interviewing somebody, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But the fact that it's now turned into a platform where people want to come and share their stories and their journeys and their successes, you know what I'm saying? It it makes me feel blessed and I want to move forward and seeing what's next because sometimes you want to move forward but you don't know how. But once you see things go on a trajectory, like we always talk about being up, you know, we see things going higher and higher and sometimes I feel like we're going higher but we're also going forward in what we're doing. So I'm just want to keep moving forward and it's just necessary to do so because if you're not moving forward you're stuck and you're stopping you're not doing much of anything and that's not up that's not up it's not up baby <laughs> <laughs> that's not up man so all my people out there just keep moving forward in what you're doing uh never give up just just keep as cliche as it sounds it's very necessary to hear um manifesting and praying first and foremost and just keeping progressing just keep, keep going with what you want to do and that's my that's my positive point for today. And that's what's up. So, uh, Aaron, any last shout outs before we get out of here, man? Um, I don't really have any shout outs, um, but I mean, I'm just grateful for everybody that's been a blessing to me along the way. My man, um, my man, I guess I do got a shout out. My wife Amanda, she's been since shout out Miss Amanda. Got to get her on the show yeah, too. You got to get her on the show, man. You know, she she has a lot going on with her business and um, things that she's doing. You know, it's life changing for her too. Um, you know, and just hey, my way, my wife, man, my kids, they just they push me along the way That's beautiful, and help man. me see a you know, when things get down for me, you know, they always bring me back up, man, and keep me going. So, that's what's up. What That's about you, C. Weez? Any shout outs before we get out of here? Uh, shout out Tim for again inviting me to the hub last night. Shout out Tim Carmody, man, the hospitality and for the Jefferson. 
because that was definitely a <laughs> delicious drink, and I felt good. But no, I just shout out everybody. Um, I met a couple. We met a couple artists here last night, and they showed me their studios and stuff. So shout out Sam, shout out Heidi. Uh, they, I just really enjoy being here, and I really enjoy being invited into stuff like this. So I get to come back on Tuesday and see what everybody's got going on. So it definitely feels good to be to be a part of all this now. That's what's up. Yep. Shout out to Aaron Duke. Shout out to Pristine Steenwall. Shout out to Krishan White. Shout out to the Hub Art Factory for giving us the space to do our podcast. Shout out to the listeners and the supporters of the podcast. Please keep sharing it. Keep spreading it. If you're interested in being a guest, get at me or, or showing sponsorship. You see, we had our first sponsor, uh, Miss Melissa Arline. And I'm actually going Shout to out Melissa read again. that one more time and remind you. If you want to win some cash, $500 cash prize, there's a weekly drawing. They're running a special. Uh, take the quiz. If you're interested in plant-based health products, please go to melissarline.itworks.com. It literally, it's in the name. It works. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to win some money, melissarline.itworks.com. Interested in plant-based health products. Miss Melissa support, is man. so nice. She was always, she was so nice. Yeah, man. Shout out Melissa, out. man. Yeah. One of, good people. Good, good people. Very good people. All right. So we finna get out of here, man. Episode 57. Aaron Dukes, Peace. I got to dap you up, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. Glad you came Appreciate here, man. Absolutely. For Absolutely. sure, for sure. This is Jean P. the MC. Krishan White, say what you mean. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Uh, say what you mean. Mean what you say. I'm from the 3-3-0. Three, three, where them boys don't play, don't play. Say what you mean. mean Mean what you say I'm from the 3 3 yo. Where them boys don't play From the northwest to the northeast Say my name once and they know it's me Southeast to the southwest No arguments, yeah I got next Jean P One, two Let me talk my shit again real quick uh, I will not settle These voices